Happy Thursday. How's it going? Welcome to a brand new episode of Do Not Worry, Lebanon's number three or number four <laughs> podcast. We're going to find out a little later today. Uh, joined by Noul, the intern. Hi. You guys remember her? <laughs> she used to work here. Kifi, <laughs> Noul. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you're like a guest. We'll talk about guests. It makes my appearances more special. Hopefully. Of course. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Please take a second to like the video. Leave a comment. Engage with this uh, channel, folks. Leave a comment. Subscribe to the channel. Become a Do Not Warrior. Help us reach the 10,000 subscriber mark. You missed it. We hit, we hit 8K. Uh, folks, Nabih Birre and Najib Mi'ati are causing a Muslim versus Christian civil war. Uh, Chef Antoine versus Dr. Food. Nayla Twain's podcast. Is it more popular than ours? And the Lebanese influencer boxing dream matchups. We're going to talk about it. If there was going to be a boxing event to be Lebanese between influencers, who would we want to see fight? We've prepared an amazing list. And there's a lot more that we're going to talk about. Uh, daylight savings, horrible Twitter takes, Pandor's gay cake and the Jnudarav. Some intense stuff this week. And this is all brought to you by our lovely and amazing sponsor, Sendwave. Bless you, Sendwave, for... Letting me survive this month and pay my rent. God bless Sendway, folks. We love them. Use our code CASHDNW to get $15 when you use uh, Sendway for the first time and you make a transfer. All the details are going to be shared a little bit later. And every time you guys use the code, the interns are actually going to keep some of that money. So the more you use the code, the more money the interns will make. Help out the interns. Uh, help me help this podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Sendwave. Uh, what else we got? Uh, patrons. Folks, our lovely, we, let's first take a second to welcome some new patrons to the channel. We got Linda, a brand new blonde patron. Welcome, Linda. And we have Paul, Christelle, and Lily. Now, I want to uh, sh- give a special mention. So w- when Paul, Christelle, and Lily joined uh, Patreon, and I like to send my patrons a, me- a welcome message every time someone joins. So I noticed, like, a, a lovely couple and, uh, and a dog. I was like, is Lily a dog by any chance? They were like, yes, she is, and she's a fan of the show. So I was like, please send me photos, folks. We, this is our cutest patron ever. Please, I would like to introduce you to Lily, yeah. our patron. Look at little Lily, folks. Lily, who's a good girl? Who's a good girl, Lily? You watching the show? Look at, here's another photo of Lily. Look at that sweet little angel taking a nice little walk by the, by the pond or the creek. Little Lily. And here's Lily watching the show. An old episode. I, I, I may have still been doing it solo here, but this is the old set, the old mic look. Look at beautiful little Lily. We love you. Thank you guys we for for joining our Patreon. Khalas, all you other patrons you lose. Lily's the <laughs> cutest. Everyone's gonna change their Patreon names to with their pets. What what a look, who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? Who's a good little girl? We love you. Folks, if you want to support us on Patreon, make sure that I can pay the interns. Make sure that this podcast can survive against Nayla Twain's podcast. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. We really need the help. Uh, we appreciate the help. Uh, choose a tier that's right for you. And uh, let me just shout out a couple of our other amazing patrons like Mark Iwan, Daniel Habib, Darkwing Duck, Sarah M, Moke, Mirna Zakaria, and superhero patrons like Raya D, Danny Karam, Adrian N, Ryan Nabulsi, and our got tier patrons Jessica N, Rifat Fakih, and Burgery. I went to Tripoli on Sunday for the first time in my life, folks. I went to Tripoli. I tried out Burgery. Hassan, thank you so much for the amazing hospitality. 
such an awesome and generous dude. Uh, it's such a good place. So if you guys are ever in Tripoli and you want a fine-ass burger with like top-tier quality ingredients, and I'm not just saying it because they fed me. Anjed, it's fucking awesome. So um, they know what they're doing over there. Thank you. And Tripoli was fucking awesome. It was like unlocking a new area of like a video game map. You know, You've like never G been there? I've never been to Tripoli. Maybe when I was really young. So like going there, I was like, damn, this is, I can just go here anytime I want now. Anjed, <laughs> it's like a GTA when you unlock a new part of the map. That's what it felt like. So a new part of the map unlocked. <laughs> Tripoli. So yeah, uh, let's let's get going. We got a lot of topics. Uh, so thank you to our amazing patrons. Let's get moving on this episode because we've got a lot to talk about. Starting with uh, Nadim, folks. Nadim isn't here today. Then it's his birthday. Wish Nadim a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nadim. Happy birthday, Nadim. What a lovely, what a great intern. Uh, such a hard worker. Such a nice man. Very motivated. Someone in the comments called him uh, a Consistent. golden retriever. He's consistent, and someone said he has golden retriever energy, which is the most accurate description of Nadim that anyone could have ever, <laughs> ever shared. He does have a golden retriever energy, at least more than Elijah does. God damn Elijah! <laughs> so, as we celebrate one intern with Nadim, we're going to embedded another intern, Elijah, folks. Let me just say a little story, okay? Anna, you know, I started boxing. Surprise, surprise! I've, I can't shut up about it. So, Anna, I've been wanting to work on a training montage. It's been a while, you know. My whole, <laughs> my dream. Is to be like Rocky and have my own training montage. So Nadim is supposed to be the one to film me because Nadim, you know, he's the videographer who is shot the camera. He told me I might be a little bit busy this week. I might not be able to film you. I'm like, Taib, let me just ask Elijah to fill in for this first week in Belish and Sawit because my skills are getting good. If I want to show myself improving, I want to film myself when I kind of suck. So I'm getting better. So it's time to get that footage. Elijah <laughs> I, you know, I, I train on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturday. You think he does much like an hour and a half. He lives like literally feeds and meshi Elijah in Beitu at gym. Nadim has to drive me naked at dinner. He's like, sorry, man, I have, uh, I don't have a lot of free time. I don't want to do that. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, man, like between my work and my Haida, I have to see my mom. I just don't, I don't want to do that. I'm like, you fucker. So you're going to edit this shitty episode. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes this week so that you have to edit around them and shit. Zahatni, Elijah, zahatni. Well, I didn't even ask Noor to come film, and I didn't even bother. At least I asked Elijah. <laughs> I didn't even bother asking you. And I'm Baidu to come in, and I don't have a car. I need you, bro. Next week, Elijah, you're my second favorite male intern on the show. Nazata. That was fun. I'm your favorite female intern. You're my favorite female intern. Isn't that great? Uh, isn't it nice to not get yelled at for once? It's Elijah getting It's pretty nice, right? Uh, my cat, folks, Leopold. Let's let's see if I can get him to come here. Leo. No, this isn't a treat. It's like his food. Leo. It's probably not. This isn't. He doesn't understand this yet. My, guys, I've had my cat for six years. I love my cat, Leopold. He was a stray that I rescued because of my big heart. Uh, he's been eating dry food his whole life, okay? For six years, feeding my cat has been easy. Get the dry food, put it in a bowl, leave it out, he eats it. And sometimes I travel for like a month at a time, so I need to have like people come over just every couple of days, you know, they put the food, they leave, he eats. It's simple, it's practical, it's cheap. Dry food is like 20 bucks a month, 15 bucks a month, you can get a bag, you can feed your cat. A couple months ago, he started, uh, he was getting a little picky with his uh, dry food. I was like, all right. I got him another brand of dry food. Akala, he enjoyed it. I'm like, great. <laughs> Two months of that, he ain't eating anymore. Doesn't want to eat his food. So I call the vet. Shall we put the AC on? Let the AC that. 
So I call the vet. She's like, Lick, he might, you know, you have a very picky eater. I'm like, I know he's picky. She's like, you might have to switch him to a, like a wet food diet if he eats wet food. And I'm like, he does eat wet food. There's the problem with my cat. At first, she's like, feed him a little bit of wet food. Then maybe he'll go back to the dry food. The problem with my cat is if you feed him wet food once, if he licks that shit once, he will never want to eat dry food again. Khalas. He's, he's like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not going to have any of that fucking dry ass shit. Give me the, the wet, smelly stuff. So that motherfucker... Mom, Bieko, dry food, salo, three days. So the lady's like, I think you're going to have to switch him to wet food diet. Jibnelo, wet food. Okay, first of all, wet food is expensive as fuck. Mm -hmm. yep. If you want to feed your cat wet food, you're going to spend at least like 60 or 70 bucks a month. Because those fuckers need like three or four bags a day. And each bag is like between like 80 cents or like a dollar or 30 or some shit. Like, bro. And like the problem is, okay, let's say that I could, that I... I have no problem feeding him the wet food. Okay, okay, I'll spend the money. He's my cat. He's my boy. I love him. But the problem is you have to be home to like open the fresh bag, pour it in the thing. You can't leave it out for too long because then it goes bad. So if he doesn't eat it all at once, you have to put it in the fridge. Like it's a fucking process. I have to sit there with him, watch him eat. Open another bag. Like how am I going to travel? How am I going to go anywhere? This little fucker needs me to like spoon feed him. Where are you, little shit? <laughs> he's very, it's been very annoying. So I've been trying to get him back on dry food. And now that he's been eating wet food exclusively for like three or four days, good luck. But sometimes at night, he'll go and he'll eat some of the dry food. Dry food. He's very confusing. If you guys have a cat and he's picky, please give me some tips in the comment section below. I'm going to take him to the vet. I think I'm going to maybe give him a blood test or see what's up. The vet is like, honestly, the new school of, of thought is that wet food is actually better for a cat. And in my whole life, I thought that you feed a cat wet food from time to time, but a lot yes, of it yeah. isn't good. Apparently not. Apparently, new school of thought, the veterinary world, is that wet food is better. I get it. What she told me. She, basically, she told me that like dry food for a cat is basically like dry bread. Like dry, crunchy bread. And that poor little fucker has been eating that shit for six years. Like... He deserves some wet food from time to time, absolutely. But again, like I said, the problem is if he eats it once, that's it. He's not touching his dry food. He's like, I'm like, stop fucking, go eat the dry food. He just looks at me like a little fucker and doesn't touch the food. So I'm struggling. This is his last bag of wet food. I got to go buy him some more bukra. My friend Scott came in. He's addicted to wet food. Like he, he does not eat dry food. It's fucked. But so no, he deserves it. Like I, he's, my cat is old, coming. He's six years old. Yeah, and I can't experiment on matami for she three, four days, starve him. the dry food. He's old, and the doctor's like, if a cat doesn't eat food, he can get like liver issues yeah. and stuff. Like, I gotta keep that motherfucker fed. So, <laughs> like, I'm trying to be to hold off and not give him wet food so that he eats the dry food that's in his bowl. Then he just looks at me and meows, and I'm like, just have the wet food, man. But I don't know what I'm do what to do. It's stressing me the fuck out. Like, I, I literally can't leave the house because I have to feed him three times a day. If it goes bad, and hey, the fuck you, Leopold. Anyways, does your cat eat dry food, right? Mm -hmm. Enjoy it while it lasts. Because <laughs> once he switches to wet food, you're fucked. No, I'm not dry food. I'm not eating wet food. We have cats sometimes, but they don't get addicted or sheep and they keep. Anna, he's like, ooh, that's good. I don't want that other shit. He fucking. And I bought him three types of wet food. Like I tried some kind of pate. He was like, lick it, chwe. He's like, no, that's not for me. The little bastard, man. All right, moving on. Grand Factory, folks. You guys remember the Grand Factory. You guys know it. Popular party destination, Bilibnain. They have multiple. I don't know, venues, one of them in the Grand Factory, um, I think is owned by the same people. Bunch of shit. Uh, they don't like me very much. You know, we had our issues uh, a couple years back when they did a fundraiser. I was like, why are you guys doing a fundraiser? 
And then I got a bunch of the fucking partners on Instagram sending me DMs. Why I hate your podcast. There was a guy who used to love the podcast and he bought the day my DMs. As soon as I talk shit about the, the, the fundraiser, I don't like your podcast. You've never been good. You're a bully. I was like, fuck off, bro. Mother's is a fucking idiot. I, I talked about it a lot on the show. It was kind of embarrassing for him. Anyways, uh, we come in a bunch of other Grand Factory partners like unfollowed me. Jade, the DJ, uh, he, he used to follow me. We bought the DMs. As soon as I talked about it, unfollowed like the next day. Uh, good riddance. So anyways, I get a DM. Yeah, I checked it yesterday. I saw it late. It's from Soul Kitchen. Soul Kitchen Sounds. I guess they're a, they're a kind of like sub. What how to describe them? They do like events. Be Grand Factory. I don't know if they're like owned by Grand Factory or a part of Grand Factory officially. It's going to be events. So I get this DM. Hey, Anthony. With a sun emoji. After three years, Soul Kitchen is finally coming back to Grand Factory. I thought it was going to say, after three years, we're finally welcoming you back <laughs> to the Grand Factory. Soul Kitchen is finally coming back to Grand Factory. We'd love to invite you to one of our private events next weekend, which was this past weekend that I missed. I saw these after. Let us know where we can reach you. I didn't answer because this goes to my uh, requests. Then they called me like, on Instagram. <laughs> like I got a missed audio call, which again, because I didn't have them in my DMs. Uh, missed audio call, which is weird. Anyways, thank you to whoever is managing the Soul Kitchen social media account. Thank you for inviting me. I did reply to them yesterday. No idea. But I was like, hey, thank you for the invite. But it's like, do you know that like your bosses or like, you know, the, the partners don't like me? Yeah, I would. I don't know if I would feel. I don't know if they want me there, and I don't know if I would feel comfortable going there. You know what I mean? Like I talk shit about them. I know they don't like me. I don't want to be at their venue like partying and dancing. I just feel like <laughs> it would be weird. You know what I mean? Which is a no problem for me because I can't fucking go party because Grand Factory like owns everything, um, and all that stuff. So like, I haven't been to those places since since the episode where I talked about the fundraiser. So, anyways, I let them know like, yo, by the way, like, I don't know if I'm actually welcome there. Thank you for the invite. I was curious to see what they would say, like, water under the bridge, or I'm a partner, I'm managing this account, please come. So I don't know what the deal is. Uh, I missed the event that I went on their page and I saw photos from the event. I'm glad I didn't go. Okay, there was like Kaizi, remember Kaizi, the, 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 the douchey dude? He wears the glasses. He's, he's super douchey. Uh, he's, he was one of the guests. Ooh, uh, like, there's a bunch of people that like, I, I do not... Uh, right, bala bala, I remember him. Anyways... Uh, so Grand Factory, uh, please clarify, is the beef done? Am I welcome to one of your venues? You, thank you for inviting me. And they, they, they've extended the olive branch. I'm not trying to be an asshole here. But, uh, I'm just trying to understand what's going on. If I ever do make an appearance, will I feel welcome? Or will I, am I going to get death stares by the 85 partners that each own shares at Grand Factory? Is Amish Akhtar in 85 partners? I don't know. Every other person I meet has shares with Grand Factory. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the next topic, folks. Uh, daylight savings. This was supposed to be a much bigger topic this week. They've just reversed the decision. So, I was going to be like, what time is it now? What time are you watching the episode? Uh, but anyways, decided to fuck with the time zone and the delay daylight savings so that Muslims can have... an Less, so that it just make it easier for them. Even though fasting is like from sunrise to sunset, so it doesn't, the time doesn't even really matter. The concept didn't make sense from the Anyways, so first we had some businesses 
that were taking uh, sides. You know what I mean? Like Phoenix Health and Fitness. Dear members, please note Phoenix Health and Fitness will follow the international timing. So they will respect. I know you have to take a side. I know you have to take a side. I know it is. Yeah, and it was like, and I mean, my, like I asked my friends on our WhatsApp group, like, what time are you guys going to be using? Bus ta'arif and you know. Uh, then LBC News Lebanon. LBC ستستمر على التوقيت العالمي وسوف تقدم ساعتها ساعة عند منتصف هذه الليلة. So it became a political statement, basically. Do you stand with the government or do you stand against the government? That's kind of how I saw it. أنا شفت إنه if you choose to to use the international time, you're standing against the government. بس كيف ألبوا أصحابنا Christian versus Muslims. هون عنا the Lebanese Maronite Church says that it will move. To summer times as of midnight tonight, in defiance of a decision by PM Miati to keep Lebanon in winter for time of extra month, seriously absurd territory issue has become sectarian talk of Muslim versus Christian time. Literally, hey, Kasarid. What the Messiah, what the Islam? No, is that you're following international time? Yeah, you're Islamophobic. Eh, eh, it's crazy. Islamophobia. Here, we George with a with a intense take. Hadan so Jamal Shaib. I'm going to say the story. Not the time of the army or the balut. The gentlemen. نعرتهم انه الاسلام بدهم يغيروا التوقيت كرمال شهر رمضان، ناس عنصريتها واصله ع تنزينيا وبحياتهم ما رح يتغيروا، مفكرين الناس الثانيين خلقوا ليردوا خواطرهم. God damn, I don't know what the fuck he said. George quote tweets this tweet and says, I don't know who this guy is and what he represents, but I actually agree with him on this. It's purely about hate and racism. ما بعتقد إنه كان رح يصير شيء إذا كل البلد ما قدم الساعة ونطر لأبريل 21. You see, but this is where I disagree with George. Bro, we have no control over anything in this country anymore. If like the my only defiance to the government is is changing the time and 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 just following the time as the way it's supposed to be. To me, that's kind of a small form of protest. I'm against the Muslims. I just don't want to deal with the stupidity anymore. Either daylight savings, let's never do daylight savings, or let's fucking abide by it the way it's supposed to, we're supposed to do it. Mish, yeah, we have daylight savings, but for this month, we're going to postpone it. And who's making the decision? Two fucking idiots. Two pieces of shit. Yani, George, if you had the Mertech or bootlicker, Allah, khalas, fuck that. It's fucking stupid, bro. They work with international companies. This shit is just confusing. Flights, umit elf shagli, bro. So, it's not a Christian versus Muslim thing at all. It's a stupidity thing versus fucking common sense. That's what it is. Mahek, Mahek, Yanu. Then, Anna, Rula Al Halabi, who says, Lebanon, why did the two. Arrogant officials decide to play with the daylight savings time to distract the Lebanese from one awarding the airport project by mutual consent, disregarding the public procurement law prepared by OF and passed by Parliament. This law is one of the main laws demanded internationally, particularly in the context of negotiations. Blah blah blah. Something about an airport. I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, and uh, what I would say is. But the government doesn't need to distract us to do whatever the fuck they want. They constantly do whatever the fuck they want. They don't need to like, look over here, we're gonna do some crime over here. They all, they're always doing crime. August 4th, the fucking blast, nothing happened. No one's in prison. Like, they, like it happened right before our very eyes, you know what I mean? Like they don't need to distract us. A lot of people are like you know, trying to act smart. You, know, you idiots, you're falling for it. It's just a distraction. Were you gonna go down and protest the airport decision? Who was who was uh, clamoring to fight that? Like, hey, let's do whatever the fuck you want. The Belad Raih, bro. The Belad man, take up, bro. Nothing's gonna fucking fix it. Anna to me, Lebanon, bro, is is dead. You need to. You can't fix this country, bro. You gotta burn it all together. When it's when you're so corrupted, there's so much sickness and disease and cancer. When Makin, 
It's at the root of this country. Forget it. They want a new airport deals and crimes. Fucking go for it, bro. <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore. So come into that whole argument. They're just trying to distract you. No, they're not, bro. They can, do they can literally shoot a motherfucker in the face and go back up to his house. So I think that's stupid as well. They're just idiots. They're literally just fucking idiots. They're that stupid. They thought it would be a good fucking decision. We have uh, Mitchell uh, Prothero. I miss these idiots so much. Oh, so someone made a current Lebanon uh, time zones in Lebanon. And the map on the Masihiyya plus 2 GMT. Uh, you know, Junior Akid al Masihiyya area. Anna, by the way, if anyone was curious, my boxing gym is Musbah International Time. Akid, voila, Musbah. Uwet Central. So, uh, and, uh, yeah, this whole thing has just been crazy, ridiculous. Ah, uh, so other businesses, hey, the Dunkin' Donuts. This was actually the most fucked up one. We'll be open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. on both time zones. See you in an hour or two. You choose. We're here for you. So basically, their employees have now <laughs> have to work two extra hours a day now. <laughs> wanted to make a stupid decision. أنا my job قالوا لنا إنه they're gonna be flexible كل واحد يشتغل على الوقت اللي بده إياه بس إنه بليز اشتغلوا ثمان ساعات عن جد؟ it's so stupid it's so weird this is a party ما بعرف وين at this ساعة Palms the legend شو Palms the legend؟ I have no idea is that the place؟ Palms Hotel بيكون أو شيء Palms Resort Hotel it's like a countdown to New Year's anyways ridiculous Lebanese people we take everything too far and we make everything cringy Moving on, staying within the daylight savings topic, but then I can Hadan who put a tweet that really pissed me off. Her name is good friend of the show, Ghida Arnaut. Uh, if you guys forgot who she is, uh, we talked about her tweets a few weeks ago when she talked about Sam Smith. She was kind of transphobic. Uh, she was like, uh, I'm confused. Instagram bans women's nipples, but when it's a Zayzem, it's okay. And then she goes down and she, she tries to make it seem like it's about women's rights, but then she put it between quotation, they... Full-on transphobe shit. I don't want to go over this again. We, we covered it on the show. Anyways, she constantly has bad takes. She has the worst takes out of Twitter constantly. I, I don't even follow her, but they, they shove her tweets in my face out of the For You page and stuff because I guess they know it's going to piss me off. What did she have this week? What brilliant take? Hey, she shares the, the, the Drake meme and she says, idiots. Oh, no, you see money got stolen, 200 dead in explosion, inflation, no electricity, no healthcare pollution. We don't give a shit. Our change... Oh no, we're, we're mad, you know, Lebanese people. She's basically talking about Lebanese people. You know, we only give a shit and we make a big deal out of stupid things like someone changing Sea. But when it comes to our money getting stolen, you know, the, the Beirut blast, inflation, Why does this piss me off? First of all, Ghida doesn't live in Lebanon. She's rich. She's, she, 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 I don't know if she was born rich. She's worked for her money, I'm sure. But she's wealthy. She's sitting there. She's privileged. She does her influencer stuff, her climbing photo shoots, whatever the fuck she wants to do. She wants to shit on Lebanese people constantly. Here's the thing about Ghida. So why does Ghida think or fancy herself Back in October 17th, she was actually pretty active in Muzaharat. Ooh, there was an, an artist at the time, Nuri Flayhan. She's very like popular on uh, Instagram and stuff. She had done these like collages of all these social media influencers, and she made like art and posters about them. And I was actually featured in one of them. This was the first one that she did. Fia, 
معين وجماعة المنتشرين وجينو رايدي and all these people you know the new the birth of a new Lebanon this was a you know this was a very popular post she was doing a lot of art in that style then a few weeks later she made one that featured me أنا ذكر ونزلت على الثورة as Batman here I am as as Lebanese Batman and if you look at the people that are with me in this Haida they're all enemies of mine now I've never said anything bad about her but Hone up top is Ghida Ghida was actually featured you know uh, in one of these art things what happened with a lot of these people who's now hiding from everyone because he uh, great this hasn't held up very well yet. Cool. Cool. It, this this art work, this art piece has not held up well. Nuri, a big fan of her art. She unfollowed me on Instagram. Full disclosure, Nuri, I had to unfollow you as well. You unfollow me, I unfollow you. That is the rule. No, I like her. So we were friends. I don't know why she unfollowed. So I, I just I had, to, I had to do it to you. So uh, most of the people in this photo, a lot of them, when they were like uh, labeled as thawrajiye or like, uh, you know, leaders of the thawra, I think they took it a bit too seriously. I think they took it a bit too seriously and they actually thought that they were revolutionaries when in fact they don't know anything. Like me, I was featured in this. I was like, wow, thank you. I don't deserve to be on here. And I like never pretended to be a Thawrajje. Uh, well, most of these people, honestly, were doing it for the engagement. I'm not going to get into a lot of details. One of the people in this photo literally once was like, look at my phone, bro. Look at all the engagement from my Thawra posts. You can, you can take a guess as to who it was. Uh, so, to be honest, these people's opinions when it comes to revolutions and stuff isn't worth much, at least for me. So, he is, she's, I was in a fit picture. What did the protesting solve? That protest, and now you're featured on this art piece as a Thawraji. What did it solve? Why do you want us to do what? And do what? The only way this uh, revolution is going to work is if we go down and literally murder all of the politicians. Are you willing to do that? Do you want to come kill somebody? Get on a plane and come do it. Because I sure as hell ain't going to do it. Okay? Idiots, you only care about the hour change. What about the blast? Did you forget that people are burning banks? They're going into banks with fucking bazookas and guns and taking their money? They're depressed, they're mentally exhausted, they're broke. Like at this point, just let people be. Just let people be. tweeting, Idiots. Bro, Rida, just take a minute and think of the. I'm sure she's a nice person. In person, she's probably a nice person. But on social media, particularly on Twitter, she seems like the most horrible person ever. She blocked me. I quote tweeted this, and I'm like, another genius take by Rida. Shabitni block, which is. Good, because I don't want to see that shit anymore. Oh, well, she uh, I'm let her account private. Oh, she privated her account? Uh, oh, so she didn't block me, I guess. I'm not sure. Is a Maybe she did. Though. She has the worst fucking takes, but you should be off Twitter. Honestly, someone like you shouldn't be on Twitter because you're making people hate you. You're probably a nice person. Try to keep that image maintained. But so I'm sick of these horrible takes. And just because someone puts you in a, in a photo, doesn't mean you know shit about, about that stuff. I can't believe I'm in here. You've, you've seen my, my Batman, uh, Lebanese Batman. We come in and like, even I struggle. Like, I'm like, when I did the Batman thing, and was I doing it for clout? Probably yes and no. And in my stupid mind, I thought that if I could go down in a bat suit and like some people would see me, it could inspire other people to Like imagine a little, a five-year-old kid seeing Batman at a protest. He's like, fuck yeah, there's Batman here. Like, I thought it would be cool and it could inspire people. I only did it once. 
مش انه نزلت وحلبتها يعني للقصه اه maybe i shouldn't have done it because you know people will think you know i was uh, trying to take advantage or trying to get instagram likes and i could have done the batman thing and never posted about it online i posted about it يا خيي انتقدوني شو بدكم بس i'm not here sitting like انا بعرف الثوره ونزل خلص fuck that shit bro anyways anyways did, did, did any of that make sense what a, thank you okay folks the gays are under attack again the gays are under attack ya allah as you know <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So, as you know, Jnudrab are doing God's work in Ashrafiyyah. Stopping the gays. No gay activity allowed. Okay? And as you know, I think they're trying to ban everything that's rainbow colored. Jnudrab fit to be pandar. Folks, they saw a rainbow colored cake. And they lost their fucking minds. Let's watch. <laughs> I wish he got some. Iblis, we should let, let me. I think this is copyrighted for some reason, but let me see if this music. It's a copyrighted track. So no, basically, yeah, they're they're afraid of rainbow colored cakes. How can men that are they're all buff with their beards with their hick? If they're scared of a rainbow colored cake. They're they're the most fragile. Yeah, they're the most yeah, you guys are cowards, yeah. He wants to be gay, he wants to eat the rainbow cake. And I would like to eat a rainbow cake. And I eat gay. You're going to be gay. If eating a piece of cake makes you gay, that means you were gay from the start, bro. A piece of cake is gonna, And if you were gay, then fucking embrace it, bro. We love you. We love gayness. Anyways, this is fucking hilarious. Please don't come. Uh, what else we got? There's a lot of random stuff. Uh, no, what, are your, what do you feel towards Hasbullah? Are you a uh, fan? No. You're not a fan of Hasbullah? <laughs> La, no. I'm just a little person, yeah. It's, uh, but he's a do- so you're, you're not a fan of the <laughs> Hasbullah meme? No, I don't adorable, no. Bil-Hakis is a she. Yeah, I don't want to sound like a horrible what? person. <laughs> Bil-Hakis? <laughs> where, is, where is the video? I don't like him. Okay, so this is hilarious. So Mike Tyson has a podcast. This is hilarious. He was chilling with Hasbullah. As you, if you guys don't know, Hasbullah is, is, is 19 years old. He's an adult, but he has a, a, a condition... I don't know what it is. It's kind of like the Benjamin Button thing where he doesn't look, he, he's, he's always going to look like a child. Okay? That's okay. Abdul Rozik has it. Burger! And he has, <laughs> a, he has this drama with him. Anyways, he's chilling with Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson, God bless him. As you know, yani, he's been hit on the head a lot. Bless him. He wasn't already the brightest person to begin with before getting hit in the head. So when he's. Hasbullah's body. Just see, check it out. Hasbullah's punching him, they're playing. Boom, he hurts him. Picks him up and starts kissing him, bro. He thinks he's a kid. He's there like boom, 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 boom. Like Ambiranjo, it's so adorable. Hasbullah hates it when you pick him up. He doesn't like being kissed. He doesn't like being treated like a kid. Like, he gets mad, he yells at you. Like, you know, he's an adult. He doesn't want... 
Bro, Mike Tyson has no idea. Well, he just grabbed him. I gotta watch that again. I'm sorry. He just grabs him and starts fucking kissing him. Like, with so much love. I'm gonna skip a little forward. Da, 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 the kissing starts right here. 14 seconds. <laughs> Look, this is... Oh, my God, bro. Yo, y'all did him dirty. Mike, Mike Tyson looks like he's, he's so happy, you know? He seems like such a sweet guy. By the way, Mike Tyson, he has, like, abused women in the past. He's done some shit. We know him. And no, it's a domestic abuse. Back in the day. He's a changed man. He's reformed. He now sells marijuana. Uh, he ha he's had a lot of problems. And I stand by Mike Tyson. Uh... Adorable. I, this is so wholesome. <laughs> this is so wholesome. I wish there was like there was a lot more footage. I want to see like Hasbula's reaction, like yelling at him or something. Mike Tyson's a legend. Hasbula's big into the fighting community. Anyways, I love that. Speaking of fighting, boxing, and all that good stuff. Uh, first of all, I did a poll on my Instagram a couple days ago. Just the sinabad. I just literally out of curiosity, and I think a lot of people thought that I was serious or that I want to do an event. I asked people, would you watch Lebanese influencers box each other? As you guys know, in the States, uh, you know, all over the world, influencer boxing is becoming more and more popular. You have really big major figures like Logan Paul, who Jake Paul, who I hate, who KSI. Uh, they've become boxers in a way. There's another creator that I love, iDubs, who, who does uh, an event called the Creator Class. There was a second one, Halabi, mid-April. They had all these different content creators and influencers from different... Like, they're all very different. The, 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 what I like about Creator Clash is that it's not douchey. It's not drama-based. It's not about people who have beef. It's literally just people who want to fight and have a good time. And all the money they earn goes for charity. So I wanted to see if Lebanese people would actually watch. And 81% of you guys voted yes, and 19% voted no. We got a total of, like, 918 votes. Uh, so, and almost 1,000 votes. Pretty decent sample size, no, not scientific by any means, almost a thousand votes, 80% yes, 20% no. Good, good numbers, and I think we can work with this. If, uh, uh, I, was just, I was just checking if you guys were interested. I, I actually, some people reached out to me that were trying to do a boxing event, he's like, let's talk, let's have a meeting. So tomorrow, actually, Wednesday, and the day before you guys watch this, I'm going to be meeting with someone about the event. Let me first tell you, don't get your hopes up. The chances of an influencer boxing event, in my opinion, is like 1%. Even if, <laughs> even if they want me to be involved, the amount of work that it would take, I don't know if I ever want to be involved with that thing. I don't even know if I would want to fight and maybe be an organizer, or be a host or something. But would I even want to fight? My body. We'll think about that later. <laughs> I was just curious. Then I was like, Taib, what if we did like a, what kind of, if we did do an event, what would the lineup be? Who would I want to see fight? What are the fights that I'm craving to see and that I think you guys would really enjoy? So we worked on our dream Lebanese influencer boxing matchup. So we have some graphics that Noor worked on for a few of them and then the rest, you know, we're just going to kind of spitball. By the way, before, before getting to that, here's your boy on the speed bag, yo. Look at that. This is one of my favorite things to do. I'm, I'm. This is like my third time doing the speed bag. I got the rhythm down. I just got to get faster. And once I'm trying to get both hands in, it gets a little tougher. Best. I got it down. It's pretty easy. Uh, I'll, I'll become a pro at this very soon. Look at that form. Look at my sweat. I, I, could, I literally like look away now and do it because it's all about sound. Are you going to do boxing? No, bad. <laughs> Are you still going to do it or not? No, 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 I still want to. You still want to? Yeah, but I'm busy. You're busy, huh? Well, I've been but busy, but I bought these and I haven't used them. 
uh, and I'm not going to use them because they're a bit small. They're 120 inch hand wraps. I'm going to give them to you <laughs> to motivate you to start boxing. Okay, and I'm going to get longer ones for myself. I haven't used them. I used them for practice once. <laughs> Take these La, okay, to start your boxing journey. All right. There's YouTube videos that'll teach you how to wrap your hands. Okay. They're not that they're everlast, but they're, no, they're not the best quality. I got some better ones for myself. <laughs> okay. So uh, you can keep those. And let's look at our dream fights. So the first fight that I'm sure you will all pay to see, and I would pay to see, <laughs> is Hair Zone versus Razor Cut. Jovi versus Elio Ilay. Tell me you wouldn't watch these two get in a boxing ring and punch the shit out of each other. Of course you would. The only problem I think this fight would have is that they both have veneers. Fake teeth. <laughs> I don't know if they would fight. I, I googled it. If you just put a mouth guard in, should be fine. Fighting with veneers, like if you're fighting with normal teeth. So I hope they don't use the veneers as an excuse. For example, like these guys would never accept a fight unless they're getting paid. In my humble opinion. They'll be like, hey, five, five, 10K, I'll do it. They'll never do it for free. So this is why you need a lot of money to make this happen. You need sponsors. It's complicated. It's complicated. Fight number two that I would pay money to see. <laughs> Khidr Aslan versus Joseph Shada. Now, these guys don't have any beef with one another. But you know, they're both small. You need, a, you, need people, you need to pair people up that have you know, similar physical abilities. They're both short. They'll be running around after each other in the ring. It'll be hilarious. I would pay to see Khidr Aslan and uh, you know, Shada. Khidr also has veneers. So we have half of TikTok and veneers. We got to get over that. The third fight, Nur Hajar versus Gino Raide. People would pay to see that as well. You know what I mean? I think people would pay to see Gino being beat up by anyone. But Gino versus Noor, I think that could be a good fight. Or, as Anur doesn't want to do it, Jad Rusin versus Gino Raide. You know, they've had their beef. And again, and I don't want all my fights to be with people who've had beef, but so it helps. It makes it a bit more exciting. So Jad versus Gino, again, plus Gino Biamela, Jad Mabiamela. You know? Gino plus he would fight. But is he even allowed to come back with Lebanon, Gino? Mabari. It's risky for him, Pes. Uh, another fight. This one would never happen. Le Nur Ali, the one looks like a zombie. He looks like a skull. I couldn't find the picture of her straight face. <laughs> She's always like this. So, Anho Nur versus Dana Hurani, the, mo the mother of this podcast. Don't, don't forget, folks. The podcast got its name from the Dana Hurani Do Not Worry video. That's, that's where it came from. So, this one, they'll never do it. Just can you imagine? I would love to see them, like, trying to box. It was so funny. That's the real... Woman versus woman fight that we want to see. The females, Katrexa versus Samari, folks. This is the fight. Hey, the he, hey, the fight. This is the main event. This will be the main event of the night. We save it till the very end. <laughs> you know what I mean? She'll have like a, a sponsor, a fantasy by Samari on her shirt. She'll have like pink gloves with straws. Uh, another fight, come in, you know, we don't, we don't just want to have guys fighting, that's boring. Anna, Nadim, Sami versus Stephanie Juan. Nadim, Sami, friend of the show, Stephanie Juan. They remember she was complaining about the period stuff. They, they kind of beefed out of TikTok. Plus, that would be great. Uh, honestly, when, when women fight, it's, it's very exciting because they're way more brutal than you would expect. Like when I, on Creator Clash, they had some, some females fighting. It was fucking nuts. And I'm very excited for the next one. Uh, our eighth fight. Uh, Elida Abud from Darwish Market versus Candy Moon. The, those are two stores that have beefed with each other. <laughs> so, uh, you know, who's the ultimate? Who's the ultimate Dekenji Bilibnain? This would be a good fight, like, uh, physically speaking. Physically. Plus, Elida Abud is doing is working out. Shuf ala stories, a personal trainer. Plus, he's kind of, he's in shape. Hey, I love this fight. Anna 
The Sigma God fight, folks. Jonas Nashar versus Firas Zurab. Firas Shifne, he's got boxing skills. Like my peekaboo, peekaboo boxing. So Firas is a fighter. We know Jonas used to box because it's time to get back in the ring and box. So he has some experience. These two guys, I think they're similar in height. You know, Sigma. Who's the Sigma king? Who's got the Sigma grind mindset? We're going to find out. I would pay money to watch this fight. Another big fight. Dr. Food. Did the daddy foodie. Yeah, the daddy foodie is no longer relevant. I think I'm the only person that still talks about daddy so, foodie. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm the only one. At least I'm the only non-boomer who talks about daddy foodie. I, would, I, I didn't know who else to pair Dr. Food with. Who else can we pair him with? The guy about Trablos, about El Kaak. But no, he's too old. No. He's decrepit. I don't know who Dr. Chef Antoine. <laughs> Chef Antoine. Chef Antoine could have worked. Uh, daddy Foodie, we need to bring him back. And I, this will be like a comeback for Daddy Foodie. This will be I mean, Daddy Foodie's chance to get back in the top spot. Because Dr. Food is living out Daddy Foodie's life. Yeah, this is what Daddy Foodie wanted to accomplish. Because his content was crap and he kept plagiarizing. Anyways, the final fight, which we have graphics for. This is, I think, a very special fight. Joy Tassidis versus Foodie Boss. Who is the greatest? <laughs> Joy Tassidis looks so sweet. Like, look at his face. He's got the, like, rosy cheeks. Like, haram, he couldn't hurt a fly. We're going to make you fight, Joy. We're going to put some boxing gloves on you. We're going to make you fucking beat the shit out of Foodie Boss. Pes <laughs> Foodie Boss, though, is like a psycho. Like I said, I think he's a serial killer. I think he will murder Joy Tassidis. But I would pay money to watch all of these fights, man. Can you imagine, like... Med- I, and I, I asked like my boxing coach like is that is if we wanted to do like fights where do we do I don't know but we need a venue and we need to sell tickets but not a big venue with seats sponsors I'd love to yeah, if we could pay these guys like if it's like how are we going to get all this money for all these like fights no one would come no one would accept none of the influencers are going to want to fight then they have to they have to commit to the training yeah, and they have to commit to train and who's going to pay for their training? You have to pay for the training as the event promoter. So we need to get money to throw the event, but not sponsors. We need to pay these guys to train. We need to pay these guys to fight. Because if I'm going to fight and risk getting embarrassed in front of people and getting knocked out, I would want to get paid. I wouldn't want to fight for free. Especially like it's so, like the reason I don't want to fight is because like imagine getting knocked out. Like you fucking hits you, like lose consciousness you drop to the floor and it's all being filmed i'm gonna be a meme i'm gonna be a <laughs> gif bro i don't want that to happen unless i'm getting paid like i'll sure pay me 10 grand then i'll get my ass fucking beat and i'll drop to the ground like a rag doll so who the fuck wants that <laughs> anyways we have some more fights uh if i were to fight i could possibly fight Tufiluk. he's huge though he would beat my ass because he's fucking huge but plus he, he wouldn't train very seriously so i might have an advantage Stop. when it comes to skill but he just has the fucking size bro his reach would be like he'll probably stop me just by putting his hand on my head and i'll be like trying to hit him he's fucking huge or a basit nation friend of the show who's also interested in influencer boxing him and tufiluk have had some beef they could maybe fight another fight that i could probably maybe have would be let's be honest my old friend muayn jabir that would be a pretty dramatic fight i feel i would pay for that you pay for that yeah a lot of people would i feel you know there's there's, there's emotion and old fr- friends turned Rivals, you know, uh, betrayal. I think that could be a cool fight to be honest with you. Lama, we didn't mention Lama, Lama versus Ali Murtada. They had a live together like a couple years ago, they have they beefed. So, Lama versus Ali Murtada could be fun. Nur Hajar, we have another fight for him versus BB Channel. They recently beefed. Nur Hajar versus BB Channel. Every person Nur Hajar is supposed to fight doesn't live in Lebanon or like their band, Bijou Lebanon. Nur, quit picking fights with people who live abroad. 
Any stab at the movie reviewer versus Nad's reviews. Who's the best TV film critic? Let's have them fight punch each other. They're both film fans, so they both appreciate the Rocky movies. Plus, they would both take their training seriously. But plus, Nad's, Nad is like a personal trainer and coach, so plus... And you got some work. Yeah, you got some work to do to get in like physical shape because Nad ando stamina tiralia. Joseph Mirab, I was struggling to who do I team him up with? Hatit Najee Zakaria just because he's old. <laughs> it's a horrible team up. I don't know who to put Joseph Mirab versus. Mambari. Uh in the comments. Hatuna uh you know ideas. Zulfi do the tikis. Zulfi versus tikis. Who Sah. makes the ultimate zinger? Who makes the ultimate Sah. cheddar sauce? Okay. Hala, kids, you know, uh, <laughs> child labor. Lebanon. <laughs> Maestro Spar. Who won? Who won? Uh, Maestro Spar ended up winning. So we're going to have the kids fighting too. So the kid taba Maestro Spar versus the kid taba Mamluk. Who's the best child employee, Lebanon? Let's have them fight to the death to the side. Uh, who's the, the racist? Anya Aladdin versus Noor Kairouz, who's the ski champion who was complaining about Syrians, Lebanon. Uh, so that would be a good fight and a sexy fight, given my girl Anya. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Linda Cristina versus Clarita Nakhle. No. Or, or Cookie Nakhle. Lila. Doesn't make sense. They don't have to be mortal enemies. They're both ladies. They're both funny. They're both cringy. But perhaps Linda Atwal and she's older. Auntie, you're going uh, weight, eh. weight class. Taller Fiat Kun Atwal. It's the weight that matters. As long as they're in the same weight class, they can fight. King Rolodex, uh, uh, cell tel versus number one cell. Come in, I think it's about cell phone stuff. Can, a few that I didn't know. Yeah, King Rolodex, I didn't know who to make him fight. Hassan Farhat, I didn't know who to make him fight. Ushrut needs to fight someone. I don't know who to make her I'll fight. I'll fight her. I, I was going to ask, who would you fight? Anyone you would want to fight? Anola, but I know. Shrut, the 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Elijah, I forgot <laughs> there was a guy, the blonde guy. Who's going to small? Mean blonde guy. <sighs> TikToks, he's like, where are they, where are they, where are they, where are they? He speaks in English. Him and Elijah had like this ah, kind of beef. My kid, it's beef. They don't have beef. They used to go to the same school. Yeah, like they have actual beef, like high school beef and shit. Let's make them <laughs> fight. But, but, they don't like each other. They don't like each other. Okay. Fishy, fishy. Okay. <laughs> we'll make them fight. Anyways, uh, please let us know what you think. First of all, would you, uh, viewers, would you... Pay to watch Lebanese influencers fighting each other in a ring. Did we miss? Is there like a dream matchup that we forgot? Akita, there's probably a lot. It's, it's overwhelming. And once you, once you start, you can't stop. So now at least we have some good fights on our hands. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to that meeting tomorrow. I'm going to see uh, if we can make something happen. Yana. No promises. Zero expectations. Yana. Again, yeah. probably it's going to end up being probably like a Saudi promotion with a lot of money. They're going to end up doing like influencer boxing. It's going to be a regional thing with influencers from all over the Middle East. It's going to be a tough sell. It's going to be a tough sell. But say, we're going to try. Okay? Because I don't want to do it. I don't want to do something small. If I'm going to do it, it's got to be big with fucking tickets to people. Come follow your favorite creator and watch them fight. And it's going to be a fun show with some entertainment. That's what I would want to do. Because I know that's practically impossible. It's never going to happen. Folks, before we continue, let us take a second to thank our amazing and returning sponsor, Sendwave, folks. You guys want to make $15 right now? $30? You want to make $45 or $60? Do you want to help the interns make money? Do you want to help the podcast make money? 
then download Sendwave. Let me tell you a little bit about what Sendwave is and how you can help. Sendwave is an amazing money transfer app that is extremely practical to use and it is very secure, okay? So if you live in the US, Canada, France, Spain, Italy, Belgium, or Ireland, you can download Sendwave right now and use the code CASHDNW and you'll get a $15 credit on your first transfer. Even if you're just transferring literally $1 to your friend or loved one in Lebanon, you'll get $15 added to that transfer. So if you're sending $1, your friend in Lebanon will receive $15. And if you don't live in the US, Canada, France, Spain, Italy, Belgium, or Ireland, but you have friends or family that live there, just ask them to download the app, use the code CASHDNW, and they can send you any amount of money they need or you want, and you'll get an extra $15 on their first transfer. So if you have five friends who live in France and they each download the app and send you $1, you'll make $15 times five, so that's like $75. That is amazing. The best thing about Sendwave is that there are no transfer fees when sending money from abroad to Lebanon, except if you're sending from the States, there's a small 2.6% fee, but it's very tiny, and there are no pickup fees, so it always ends up cheaper. They have better exchange rates, Essentially, you'll end up keeping a lot more of your money if you use Sendwave. I use it all the time. I have a bank account in the States. All, all of my money is in my US bank account. My sister sends me money every month using Sendwave. It's the easiest thing. I go pick it up at a Wish Money location. There's hundreds of them across all of Lebanon. I pay nothing to get my money, so I end up keeping a lot more of the money that she sends me. And if you don't live in the States, you know, if you're not getting your money sent from the States, you'll keep all of it because there's absolutely zero zero transfer fees. It is an amazing service. It is extremely practical. You're going to save so much money. It is better than all of the competition. And they're supporting the podcast. Anytime you guys use the code CASHDNW, the podcast actually gets a small cash kickback. And I've promised the interns that the first 15 codes used, they're splitting all that money. And good news, we've crossed the 15 codes, folks. We've crossed the 15 codes. Thanks to you guys. You guys love Sendwave and Sendwave loves you. That's why they keep coming back for more sponsorships. Support us, support the interns, support the show, because the more you support our sponsors, the more you support the show. So thank you guys so much. You have till April 9th, okay? April 9th to use the code, and then it's going to stop working. Don't miss out on that 15 bucks, trust me, okay? You're not going to get another chance. And if you can make more than 15 bucks, do it. Make it a hustle. So thank you to Sendwave. Bless you. Uh, folks, we, there was a... We talked about a promposal maybe like a year ago. It was a boy called like Sandro. Like it had a weird name. She <coughs> hates billboard. Billboard, that's right. Will you go to prom with me? There's a new promposal, folks. Uh, there's a new promposal. Bshara and Christie's promposal. We had to change the music because of copyright. I think you can guess what we're going to use. Let's watch this lovely, <laughs> innocent high school promposal. But all the friends, they're all moving side to side. Will you go to prom with me? It wasn't very clear they came at two. I think even this kid looks like me, kind of. Oh. Shara and Christy. Look at that young high school, pure innocent love. <laughs> I fucking love that, that fucking cover, bro. It's And I love that copyright doesn't bring it down. Like, they don't know what the fuck it is. And you hear, you still hear John punching in the background. <laughs> it's the best. Mabruk, Yabshara, and Christy, Nahna Makun, Nadamkun. 
young innocent high school love. Why I keep saying young innocent high school love? I'm sounding like a fucking. Enough. Let's move on. <coughs> Daily deals. My favorite. My one of my new favorites. By the way, I promise you guys, I'm sending the interns to Daily Deals. I'm working on a video, a competition. Nadim, Nu, Elijah is a beer Daily Deals. And I'm going to give each of them like 20 bucks. And the person that buys the best stuff gets to keep all of it. Let's, we're just trying to figure out when they can all go to daily deals. Maybe hell weekend. Oh, she... Find a day. Go on the $5 day. She, she milked that 20 bucks. In. You know what I mean? Anyways, daily deals. We have a video of one of their auctions, which is so sad. Because you're going to see someone buy like the most fucked up, most busted fucking coffee machine. For not even cheap, yeah, and original price, yeah, and it's all fucking busted up, bro. Here it is. Okay, Sarah, this is dollar. I'm a bellish bit dollar. You're already overpaying. There's kinetic sand in case you're bored. We're just waiting to see the, the final result. Well, the guy's so happy. The guy with the long hair, the daily deals. He's happy seeing these poor people on Bi'atlobadun for this fucking coffee machine. Oh, Elbak? So sad. Okay, look, look at that fucking coffee machine. Okay, look at that fucking thing, bro. Mintek Rabba, bro. Look at it. Look at that shit. Look at that. Oh my god, who's happy walking away, bro? Hey, the Arta. I can't wait to go to this fucking store. I'm not going. You guys are going. You can't pay I me think, to go. I think there. you should come with that. No, no, no. I want it to be. خلاص. Now that I have three of you guys, روح بباتكم. Do all this shit. If you win, if you go and you win, you're gonna walk away with all these amazing daily deals prizes. Don't you want to win? I'm going to. I'm going to win and get some amazing shit from daily deals at amazing prices. It's just so fucked. My bad. The guy's so happy. He's taking all this pleasure in seeing these poor people outbid each other. Well, the thing is, like, the, half the people bidding know they're overpaying. But he's like, I already paid 70. You feel forced to keep mm. going. He, the guy knows. He's like, probably, I don't want to pay more than 50. Uh, the guy said 51. He's like, fuck it, 52. 55, 80, 56, 71, 71. Let me get it. Because you paid $80 for this fucking thing. Anyways, daily deals. Can't wait to, to send the interns there. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, garbage crisis. Remember when we were in Lebanon, you stink. France is going through the same shit, apparently, folks. 
France is having a garbage crisis of its own. I just wanted to share uh, some of some of the footage because it's, it, it is pretty cool. Check this out. You got shit burning on the outside. Those motherfuckers just chilling on the inside as if nothing's happening. There's a tweet by uh, Habib Bata who says, Have you heard of Paris? They say it's the Beirut of Europe. Not wrong there. And there's this... <laughs> Ridiculous. And there's this video which is even more iconic. It's just like you got these two motherfuckers chilling, having coffee, and you got shit burning. It's becoming a meme. It's you know, yeah. It's making the rounds. It's cool. It's crazy. Hello. Obviously, not everyone's happy with this. Uh, I think it's funny, but you got people who don't find it so funny. Like our good friend, what's his name? Uh, Mankushi. Oh, Fufu El Man. He said, not to be that person, but when Lebanese people did this, we were belittled and called lazy. But when French people do it, it's suddenly so iconic because it's Paris. I'm not going to talk about the take. I don't think, no, why did, who called us lazy when we did this? But like I said, I was like, look at Lebanese people, we're so funny, we're, we're dancing, we're doing yoga. Lebanese criticizing other Lebanese people. So, no, we went viral coming everywhere in the world people were talking about the uh, protest it's just another it's a twitter take you could agree you could disagree it's not it's not the out of line yan anyways uh french people good like, well i know just what's funny to me is the lebanese people the head of france and now they're dealing with that shit there <laughs> you know what i mean it's funny like garbage some of them i'm like stay the fuck home you can't pay me to go protest because after the failure of October 17th I'm like why would I ever try to get my hopes up again I would never get my hopes up again hey that's the really <laughs> thing I was so excited it felt great did you it? every day for two weeks I was living so I would literally pack a backpack and walk to downtown every day for like two fucking weeks. But I should at one point at my standing all day that I had to take a break, like like throw a break for a couple of days. It was fucking crazy. I'll never put myself through that ever again. I never want to feel that high and then just feel that crushing disappointment. Someone else do it. Our podcast, folks. Let's talk about that. This is fun. Last week I claimed, I made the claim that I thought was final. Khalas. We're number three. Okay, I had said we were number two. Said they was number one. Then I said that we're number two. Jad Rusin is number two. I was like, you're right. I forgot. Again, Jad Rusin, special case. You know, he was a fucking television celebrity. This is number two. Last week, I asserted we're number three. Bijine comment, what about Naila's podcast? I'm like, what? who's Naila? Mean Naila. Mean Naila, first of all. I was like, who the fuck? So I Googled it. Mean Of course, then, you know, after, it took me, I thought of it for a second. I'm like, Naila. I'm like, I'm not Ululi Naila Twaini. I wrote her name on YouTube. Naila sure Twain. enough, Naila Twain, podcast with Naila, 17.6K subscribers, and she's got 39 videos. So let's take a look at some of her guests and some of her episodes. Let's take, like, should we even be uh, you know, com competing with, the, with this podcast? Because Dejayana, we're competing with, with Jad Rusin, there's a huge asterisk. He's like a fucking, he's a celebrity. He's a, he's a, you know, he was a TV personality. Hisham Haddad, 105K views. Khalid Ghattas, Carlos Rusin. Carlos Rusin, Kameno. 200k views with Carlos Rishan, Amel Bushasha, Nadim Sherfain, Mirei Hayek, Nagib Sawaris. And it seems like a very Serdi style, very Jad Rusin style, very every other Lebanese podcast style of interview show. Sami Jmeyel? 
Dude, these are horrible guests, man. Uh, okay, look, the her episodes have a lot of views. 14K, 39K, 12K, 69K. To be honest with you, bro, I don't know a single fucking person who watches this podcast. I had never heard of it until the guy mentioned it in the comments. Yeah, same. I don't know any living human being who watches this. And she's the daughter of like the legendary Lebanese uh, journalist who's a martyr, Jibran uh, Twain. Do not worry. Being compared to Nayla Twain's podcast, then we couldn't be more different. Sure, does she technically have more subscribers? She's got 17,000 subscribers. Akid, how do you expect me to compete with Nayla and she bit like uh, Carlos Ghassan I guess my whole shortcuts you get the first video probably the 17,000 guests you can't compare like are we is she number three you tell me in the comments and to me this doesn't even count as a podcast this is just like a, a rich person doing a show that she wants to do you know what I mean a self-indulgent show you can call it a podcast I guess is it I don't know. It just kind of pisses me off. All these fucking people interviewing the same people. <laughs> Folks, we have a new doppelganger. We have a new... <laughs> I have more. And I used to think, Benjamin, I used to think that every person had 40 doppelgangers. And I can... can you have 40 doppelgangers spread across the world. I googled it last week. They said you have six. I think it's 40. <laughs> you have 40. I got 40 of those motherfuckers. I don't got six. Okay? Here's a new one. This guy's from Hungary. This is his Instagram account. His name is Bendy Bognar. Already honey bishbahne. Bendy Bognar. It's freaky, man. So here's a photo of Bendy performing on stage. <laughs> well, they're all blonde. Why are we all doing our hair blonde? Here's Bendy. Uh, here is a screenshot of a, vi- of, of a video. But I have the full video here. Let's watch it because he looks more like me here. From close, this angle, If you pause this, you think it's me editing the podcast. And he has a smaller nose, that's the thing. He has a clearly European nose, and I have my big, you know, Arab man nose. It kind of looks like me here, bro. Look at this shit. So he's Hungarian. So that's my, that's my number seven. I got fucking seven of these motherfuckers. Okay? <laughs> keep sending them. Keep sending them. It's fun. I want to make uh, have an army. But the Leon Killon, every one of these 40s, got to catch them all. We're playing Pokemon. I have seven out of 40. About 33. I swear I need to do a reality show. Anthony finds his <laughs> doppelgangers. I travel all across the world and I find those fuckers. Crunchy Joe. Our favorite. Crunchy Joe. But what around the Crunchy Joe? Here is a new video that he posted that I don't know why like the hack نخلص فيت فيها لعملنا واحد. قالوا لي شو أكبر شيء عندك؟ تقولون عندي شيء كتير كبير واسمه كتير كبير. قالوا لي بيشبع قلت لهم بيشبع كتير. قالوا لي أوكي عملنا واحد. كله بيجي بيقول لي عملنا واحد ما بعرف ليه. Anyways عملنا لهم واحد كتير كبير. قطعنا الكريسبي تشيكن فوقن للفرايز. بلشنا بالصوصات هود تشادر. بيرجع هاني ماسترد. بيرجع باربيكيو. هون الشباب غاروا من الصبايا هيديك المرة قالوا لي بدنا نشلفت كمان حطينا لهم تاكيز وقلنا لهم تشيب I can't even say it. It's so dirty. I can't even joke with my employees about it. 
but it's because I'm a good boss who respects boundaries. Thank me in the comments <laughs> for being you, a good Angel. employer. Uh, anyways, Crunchy Joe, great. Elijah I would have asked Elijah, but no, we can't ask you. Refugees, folks, this is a nice, fun, light-hearted topic. Fina uh, Like we're not really gonna spend too much time on this. I just like, I just like the. We had a tweet that came out, and it literally says, uh, by Kathy Shami Tian. How can this be acceptable? Four wives, 16 kids being paid for by the UN. Lebanon's demographics are changing and we are reaching a point of no return. What she's talking about is there's the Syrian refugee man who has four wives and 16 kids and he claimed, and it's a video of him talking to like the mayor of the city. I need money for my kids. Well, there's a certain breakdown, like they get like 200 bucks per kid, per kid. I don't know how it works exactly. So people are mad that the UN is spending all this money on Syrian refugees in Lebanon instead of spending it on Lebanese people who need the money. So while part of me agrees with some of that sentiment, the, you know, Lebanon is a small country. We have like five, six million Lebanese people. Two million Syrian refugees. Everybody knows that. It's not racist to say that. It's not xenophobic. We have way more refugees than we can handle. We have no infrastructure to handle our own fucking people. Yeah, and the Syrians that are here are living horrible lives. Um, there's cholera now in Syrian refugee camps. It's like horrible. So we have, we have way more refugees than we can handle. While other European countries that have all the resources and infrastructure in the world have like 5,000, 10,000, we have 2 million. So it is a humanitarian crisis that is happening for the Syrians that are here and for a lot of Lebanese people. The problem is when people want to express that disapproval of what's happening, the language that they use always tends to become xenophobic. For example, that tweet, how can this be acceptable? Four wives, 16 kids being paid for by the UN? Okay, that's fine. It's the second half of her tweet that gets problematic. Lebanon's demographics are changing and we're reaching a point of no return. She's talking about Muslims. She's talking about all these Muslim refugees are going to outnumber us eventually. This is what she's talking about. And at the end of the day, it's not even about refugees. It's about Muslims. That's kind of how I see it. I see it as Christians freaking out because they think Muslims are going to take over the country. Again, some of the points that these people bring up are fair. We can't afford to help 2 million refugees. the Lebanese people need aid and help. And sometimes you're like, why is it going for this guy? He's got 20 kids. And in the video, you'll hear that the guy says that no, he, he has no problem with the, with like the Syrian regime. But so he's like, I don't, I don't have jobs there, work opportunities. Mm. But no, he choose, he's choosing to stay here. So Kamena, debatable. It's not a black and white issue. Okay, it's gray. But then when you see some of the tweets and the quote tweets, for example, Eli, Ktir Lebnene, this is the Islamization of Lebanon sponsored by the West. So you see what I mean? Another tweet by Sid with the Lebanese flag. Truly disgusting. Kick the Syrians out. <laughs> you see where it's going? You know what I mean? You know, they're, they're getting paid too much. Oh, he went to the heart of the matter. Kick them out, fucking Syrians. <laughs> That's the real issue. You know what I'm saying? According to the Syrian migrants' birth rates, in 12 years they will become 12 million. So we're going to have 12 million uh, Lebanese people, uh, Syrians, I don't know how accurate that math is. We have a Nightwing fan account, come in with a Lebanon, Lebanese Cedar uh, profile picture. Cry about xenophobia all you want. This is what we are dealing with. Let's watch a snippet of the video that Noor is dying to watch. Because it's two minutes and 20 minutes, it's boring as fuck. We're just going to fucking click it. Here it is. Here's the guy talking to the mayor. I'm not a partner. 
ضابط من المدينه الاميه يمكن كلهم عندك هون مأيد انا بتقبضوا 16 مليون و500 نعم قديش بيقبضوا المجموع كلهم قول 16 مليون و500 بتقبضوا نعم و... والمدارس وهون على حساب مين؟ Okay, anyways, anyways. What do you guys think of this? Sense? No, what do you think about the Syrian refugee crisis in Lebanon? <laughs> this is the. You want to compete with Naila Twaini? We got to get into these fucking Fuck. topics. You want to take down Naila Twaini? This is how we do it. Mane, let her be third place. No! I'm, I'm taking back the third place. I don't want to be number four. What do you think about the refugee crisis? But in a hot take, Rida, what would Rida Arnaud say? Idiots. <laughs> Get rid of the Syrians! Rida, is did Rida write that one? No, I'm kidding. Anyways, it's fucked up. And I just don't like to see. I know people don't don't try to be woke. Okay, I'm not being woke. I get it. We have too many refugees. Kick out the Syrians! Kick out! It's all fucked, bro. It's fucking racism and shit. Not really xenophobia. Everyone's looking for a reason to fucking hate on the Syrians. So, anyways. Fun times. Joseph Shada, friend, uh, old friend of the show, now mortal enemy. Again, I might have drinks with Shada eventually. Tell him in a drink so that we make up. Until maybe. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. <laughs> but he shared this on his Instagram stories. And I was like, why the fuck did he share this? So let's watch it together and try to try to decipher why would Joseph Shada share this on his Instagram stories. Then Maheha. I think when Shada sees me and that I saw one of his stories, I'm I don't follow him anymore. So he's like, oh shit, if Anthony's here, that means Let's watch this weird video. It's your eyes. Your eyes are amazing. Look at me. Are they real? Yeah. Do you whiten your teeth? No. That's not natural. I don't believe it. It's natural. You're amazing. What's your name? Harley. I'm Noah. You're Noah? Nice yeah. to meet you. Oh my God. Where are you from? I'm from here. So the question is, kiss me one time or pass it to the next person and double it? I'll kiss you one time. One time? Yeah. I'm glad you said that. I really like you. Okay. So okay, so Sada just shared a video of a, of a random American dude hitting on a random American girl and then kissing her. So is, is Shada being like, I wish I could no shufu, shufu shabib barra, shufu banet barra, shu shu ahiyan min hoon. I think I think kind of that's a no. It's like no, check this I out. I think Oh, of course, no check. He wishes he could no, look at this. Uh. Why can't we have this here? Why can't I just walk up to a girl and be like, hey, what your eyes are so cool? Can I kiss you? I think all this YouTube stuff. Weird. Then Maheha. Shada. What 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 should I say to this, bro? It's weird. It's weird. These kids look like they're 17, bro. Hell Bennett, check like she's in high school. Or she's like a freshman in college. Matamela, please don't try this, Please. Do not try this. I'm giving you hey the advice from an old friend. Khida. This will not work out the way it worked out in this video. Okay? It's either staged, and this guy's a good looking dude. Yeah, don't try this. <laughs> and then finally, folks, finally, we've reached the end of the episode with our final topic Chef Antoine. Chef Antoine, I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go Chef Antoine is a special guest. I'm going to go to the house. I remember at the end, they were like, Hello, I'm going to go to Chef Antoine. And I'm like, I want to ask him a question. And ask him like the dumbest fucking question <laughs> ever. <laughs> 
قصدي شاف اذا انا كثير عم باكل وجوعان ما عم بقدر وقف اكل شو بعمل توقف اكل I don't know why I asked. I don't even have. I don't even have that problem. No, he knows about food. And he said, "What did he say? He said, 'You take a cup of milk, put it in your mouth, and drink it. After that, you can eat.' She said, 'Just drink water. Even the milk in your mouth, drink it.' Okay. I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it works. To be honest with you, I don't know if it works. To be honest with you, I don't know if it works. Anna, here's Chef Antoine being asked about Dr. Food on some show. Our king, Anjad, king of kings, who is Chef Antoine. He's a fucking legend. Dr. Food doesn't know what مثلا عم عم بيقطع هيك بيجيب لك الخروف بيشبعه يعني بيعملها شو شو بس بتحسه طيب هيك بتحسه لا انا في ناس كثير راحوا لعنده في ناس انبسطوا في ناس لا عنده مطعم مش طيب بالمعنى الطيب الاكل بس هو شخص طيب ايه هو شخص طيب مبين نفسيته حلوه نفسيته انا بعت وراي روح اعمل حلقات معه بتركيا ما رحت اها لوك ايوه الشيف انطوان هاي مينتنس بعد مراي انا الشيف براك قلت لا ما رحت ايوه صح ما تروح لوك ار كينج لوك الشيف انطوان انا هاف تو سي كثير بحب الشيف براك ذو اف عم نحكي سليبرتي انستغرام شيفز يعني في عندنا ذا تو اكستريم شيف براك وسولت باي جيف مي شيف براك 100 تايمز اوفر هيز ا سويت هارت ايفر سينس ذا فاكينج ايرث كويكس هابن بي تركي هيز بين ان تركي ايفري داي عم بيطعمل عالم جيفينج Toys to the poor. Long after all the media stopped talking about the Turkey earthquakes, he fucking stayed there. Anjadi is such a sweet guy. I don't know about his food, his restaurant, but he's a really sweet man. Yeah. And it could all be social media. He's building his image. Anjadi Pes Chef Burak is a genuinely sweet and kind man. Anna, it worked on me. All his content works on me. But so Chef Antoine is a king. Dr. Food. Dr. Food, bro, is worth it. Dr. Food. When when we when we look back at history, Doctor Food is going to be remembered as like Zbele, you know what I mean? He's going he's going to be in the trash can of history, while Chef Antoine is going to be on top of the pedestal. Look, the king, bait my halade, had to shred my fish bow. Take that to the grave. Take that to the grave. We had another video of a like a three-minute clip of an interview with Doctor Food. Ushru. No. I'm going to leave it for next week. Hey, Damien. Okay. We'll finish it. We'll leave it till next week. No, my najlede ba. And with that, <laughs> folks, with that, we are done with our episode of Do Not Worry. God bless you. Let us thank our new patrons, Paul, Christelle, and Lily. Who's a good girl, Lily? Who's a good girl? Uh, we love you. And Linda, welcome to our family. If you guys want to join our Patreon family, we're going to be having a Patreon uh, Zoom call next month. So if you want to get in on that, get in on that Patreon, okay? And uh, some other patrons like Mark Iwan, Antonio Jmail, Jad Al-Hajj. Jad Sabr, Celine Ash, and superhero patrons like Dr. William Watfa, the boobs doctor, Ned, Mustafa Wehbe, and our got your patrons, Jessica Ann, Rifat Fakih, and Burgery, the best burgers in Tripoli, folks. Bless you. Thank you for watching. Leave a comment, leave a like, subscribe to the channel, and as usual, do not worry.